Mike, you know what? I'm really close to you, right? Just, just saying. <laughs> I can hear you. I, I okay. I, I burped. Okay, let's get over it. No, you didn't burp. You you unleashed a demon. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Top Deck Hero Radio, brought to you by NewbieGames.com. A little bit about Newbie Games. I talked to the owner the other day. I know the website is still not up to par, and we're in the beginning of February. He promised me he's talking to the guy who does his website for him, getting on his case and trying to get that straightened out. Um, Anyway, he still helps us get our stuff together for the show, so you know what? I'm still going to give him a plug. So, Anyway, um, we're here tonight with... Brian. Hey, guys. Hector. Uh-huh. And Priscilla will not be joining us tonight because she's currently going crazy with schoolwork. Lewis will not be joining us tonight because he's currently going crazy trying to get ready to get married. So we have another friend that is joining us tonight, and that is Ralph. Hello, everyone. So, guys, um, what's new? What's going on? I know we, uh, me and Ralph, have just been trying to like uh, tweak the Goblin deck, and uh, so far we've been successful. It's just I think we still have some liability, liable um, cards that are useless, like uh, War Driver, and we're trying to see how that's gonna work out, right, Ralph? Like taking yeah, it out. I mean, we've just been going back and forth with the deck, but like it's just so inconsistent. Like I don't know. Well, well, it's supposed to be inconsistent. It's just that if it works, it works, but. When you want it to work, you don't want a useless card in your hand or, like, a barely useful hand card, I mean. So, like, you try to put, like, as many artifacts as possible. And, uh, uh, Preferably one-drops. Yeah. The cheaper, the better. (laughs) And you just try to kill kill the opponent by turn four. Because I mean, honestly, that's that's a slow play. I mean, turn four, they should be like dead. I well, mean, yeah, turn three. I'm being I'm being generous, you know. I'm yeah, being... exactly. <laughs> there, that deck is so strong. Is I tried play testing blue white against it, and even though I went to DOJ turn four, he just bolted me after that, and I died. Or blue black, blue black has a better chance, but that's if you pull the black sun zenith. It's still yeah. iffy. Regardless, it's still iffy. It's, it's definitely going to be a, a player in the metagame. It's going to yeah, keep yeah. keep other decks in check a little bit. I mean, you need like four Fogs, Angel Songs just to win. <laughs> now, you see everybody, what they're doing right now is they're going crazy over these new cards and where they're going to fit into what deck and how these decks are going to become better. That's what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, Mirrored and Besieged and its effects on Standard. Uh, other than the Goblin deck, like, you know, that's an aggro, aggro deck, and, you know, it might be able to go push itself over the vampires now, even though, like, the, the black red vamps are still good. What do you guys think of this other deck that's coming up, this control deck? The, uh, um, what is it? Blue, black, shape anew? Garbage. Really? <laughs> Wait, but I thought Hector was a blue, black player. That's what I thought. Yeah, well, I'm not going to put a terrible garbage. You don't, you don't want a 12 12 in your. In your black deck? Whoa. No, I don't. 11-11. Well, okay, why do you say it's garbage deck? Like, I'm looking at the list right now. Like, one of the first lists that's gone up online okay. for it. Okay. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, it, I'm, seeing, I'm seeing this. I'm seeing uh, Go for the Throat, which I know you were nuts over. Inquisition of Kozilek, Duress, mm-hmm. Preordains, Jace, 4-4 four, four Jace Mind Sculptors, Mike. 2 Bellerins. It's the same deck. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's the it, same it's, deck. I mean, you just take out a few cards. You add in a trinket mage. <laughs> you take you take out Grave Titan, maybe. Yeah. No, it's, <laughs> no, 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 it, it no. has two Grave Titans. Oh, run, from what run, I see. Grave Titan. 
<laughs> um, they just made a good deck. Control. Yeah, they made a good deck a little, a little shittier by trying to squeeze <laughs> that in there. That's all it did. Okay, so when you play against this deck for the first time, Hector, and all of a sudden you get one hit killed off a uh, Blightsteel Colossus. Okay, so then I know, oh, the fucker's running a Blightsteel Colossus. I'm going to hold my counter till he shapes a new, and then he's no, going to cry a little bit. That's true, or, and also... Or I'm going to use this spell, man, go home. Like, yeah, that shape, all right. It'll be cute the first round. I'm going to be like, oh, this is what the motherfucker's doing. Oh, okay, I thought it was a good blue-black. Never mind. No, but so then, also... Well, we, well, so we know he, Hector's opinion of the deck. So then he has to then hold counter so he can have counter magic open and be able to to blight steal. But then at that same time, I then get up to six mana, he blight steal, I violation reigns, and then you lose. Well, see, this, this is looking to me a lot like what I used to play um, you know, when I was playing Polymorph. But um, I'm just trying to see here what the target is that you're targeting with Shape Anu. I mean, even even Blue White has an amazing map. Oh, okay, cute. Journey to Nowhere. Oh, that was fun. All right. No, next. you're Hector. It's not even that, bro. Like they could they could do the counter battle, and then he gets the same shape under successfully, and I play Jace, and he bounces, and yeah, let's do this again. It's just, just as Wait. simple as that. There's so many ways to deal with so the you're damn gonna, stupid colossus. You're going to basically shape a new on either the one ever flowing chalice that's in the deck, or the Ink Moth. Ink Moth. Oh, oh, the Ink Moth. If it survives Wait. against blue black, how can you? Assuming. How can you? Ink- oh, okay, never mind. Ink is an artifact. Ink moth nexus is a land, but it's also an artifact. You turn it into a freaking artifact creature and then shoot. And then you, yeah, okay, that's fine. But still Mike, Mike, it, Mike made it sound like you could get it off the deck by shape when you. That's why I got confused. But yeah, anyway, it's a good deck. It's honestly a good deck, but it's just an alternate way of winning with blue black. That's that's all it is. Which I, I, I think it sacrifices good other other cards that would make blue black even stronger engine just to put an alternate win in my opinion. But it makes it, the it deck, won't even uh, be the main win. It makes the deck win a turn faster, a couple turns faster, basically. Now maybe maybe if you do it since since it will get the jump on people, maybe if you do that that alternative and then on the sideboard do a transformational sideboard yeah, to that's, a traditional that's blue the black. Idea. The idea is that you always have the transformational sideboard. Because then if you transform to a different sideboard, then they're like, okay, they're expecting Shape Anew, and they're holding for Shape Anew, and then you cast Grave Tide, and they're like, what? Yeah, exactly. It's versatile. Yeah, it's a good deck. I'm, I'm not but lying. Still, but, but you still have to make room for Trinket Mage room, Trinket Mage, and for Shape Anew. That's a lot of cards you have to cut from the deck. I don't know. I'm, it's going to be a factor. You have to watch out for it. I, I, I agree with that. Cause, I mean, yo, it catches you off guard. You're dead. I mean, granted, granted, yeah. I, we're we're talking about it versus control matchups, maybe versus stuff that doesn't have so much of a counter or Jace in the deck. It might be a little bit better, but I think, I think, Valakut can't really deal with it. No, definitely no, not. Goblins can't really deal with it. Oh, okay. Hold on. Pause. <laughs> Pause. I will defend that. Yo. If if by any chance Blightsteel Colossus comes out and he hasn't killed my creatures, he's gonna block one out of the sixteen creatures that are swinging. All right, okay, I, it'll outrace it. All right, it, it, it'll outrace before he shapes a new. Granted, the earliest shape a new that can happen is a turn three shape a new, which is pretty stupid. But and besides, Hector, um, Goblin sideboard um, shatter or crush. In which it case, matter, it's indestructible. I can destroy that. <laughs> Oh, really, Hector? You think I was going to destroy that? You know, the more, gonna, 
the more I... Oh, right, oh, Shatter, the, the, the artifact that he's going to No shit, shit, Sherlock. Oh, I'm a genius, <laughs> aren't I? The one artifact that it runs in the deck. <laughs> See, so here, four, four, four. <laughs> here's the thing. No, the, only more I, the more well, I look the at land. this list, I, I'm kind of in a way forced to agree with Hector because this is kind of like a bad version of Polymorph. And Emrakul was way more powerful than Blightsteel Colossus in a way. Yeah, if he got a swing in, like even if he didn't end the game, he crippled your opponent. What about any other decks you guys see uh, changing because of this a lot? Um, there was rumors of a green-white that could beat you on turn four. A green-white token. It's pretty much um, just turn one bird, turn two lotus, turn three... Uh, what's that was that creature? Kozalix Predator? No, no, no. Uh, the two-drop? Nest Invader? Nest Invader. Nest Invader. And then, like, just swarm. I mean, it's it's a typical deck I've seen before. Um, uh, if it beats you on turn four... If it's beat you on turn four, it beat you on turn four, I guess, but... No, the fastest, fastest deck, hands down, and it's not so much that it'll beat you, is that you pretty much need to scoop, is Quest. Because if Quest goes off turn two, you lose. <laughs> and if they're on the um, plate, you really lost. What do you see different in Quest now, from Mirrored and Besieged? Quest the, no, there's a new card, Hector, that they can run. Uh, it's a shitty artifact creature. It's the Squire, but it says uh, transfer target equipment to target creature you control, and it's kind of yes, like uh, the one that has the big sword on his back. Yeah, yeah, but you don't you need to you don't need to run a lot, but he's helpful. If yeah, he's definitely helpful. Yeah, like like don't get me wrong, he's definitely helpful. I mean, you you drop him, you you drop the equipment, and let's say by happen chance they deal with the creature by terminating him, it gives you another option on a turn three or a turn four to equip. I I I got that concept, but. I mean, granted, a quest may get a little bit annoying, but, like, let's look at the competitors. Like, if they can let Valakut go off, I don't think Valakut right now, like, Valakut, all these decks already have so many main and sideboard options against Valakut at this point. Yep. And that Valakut goes, even though Valakut is legitimately fast, I don't think it's... It disrupts most most decks. Disrupt Valakut. I mean, granted, it's still a contender in the thing. And if people put it in the back burner, it will out of nowhere punch you in the face. Mm-hmm. But That's like Valakut has been able to stay strong even throughout all the hate. Like that, I I, I wouldn't necessarily agree. Right now, with a uh, Colney Woods Genesis Wave deck and and Blue Black already has a powerful matchup against it. Uh, Blue, Blue White had a decent matchup against it. I mean, like. You're talking about like like I just named like three or four decks in the format that have a uh, goblins can outspeed it for for the most part. Um, quest quest if quest if if they get quest off, they have a, a gentle armor every turn that pops them. That can pop the Valakut because he destroys any permanent. So I mean that that's a legitimate way to deal with it, and it's suiting its combo. Then you have uh, I I think Valakut. There's too many ways in other decks that deal with Valakut. I mean, Valica can, needs to take the back deal with it, but it's not an auto loss by any means. Like, oh no, of course it isn't. Valica can still do their thing, like get their turn four Titan or whatever. Yeah, but more well, turn four Titan spells trouble in any friggin' deck. <laughs> like, yeah, that that is kind of scary. I'm not gonna lie. I remember I was playing at the states, and uh, that deck I was playing, I actually put out a uh, worm coil engine. I think it was like turn three. And, like, the guy that was sitting across from me is just like, what just happened? Like, how did that happen? It's kind of scary to see a Titan or any 6-6 six, six drop out turn three. Yeah. 
but I mean, there's like like um like people say there's so much hate that it's just kind of frustrating to play the deck. I mean, it works in extended right now. It really works in extended. Well, extended uh, extended allows for a whole different you know set of cards. So yeah, no extended extended that thing wins like turn five anyway. I mean, it doesn't even need like, prime equal titan. Yeah. Like, yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> it, yeah that, that that's that's the thing. Like, I love I love a question that was posed by people. Who do you think is is the best card in standard or whatever? And some people were saying primeval. I'm like, yeah, but but yeah, primeval's in standard, but you still have to look at its impact. You know, in no, I actually I, I hate when people say something like that. I mean, just asking what is the best card in standard? Period. Because like, okay, yeah, primeval is a really amazing card. It's built into two decks that actually really right now, <laughs> right now. I would have to say that the best card in standard is go for the throw because it kills primeval. Oh, it doesn't kill Jace. Like, see, like that—that—that's uh, Jace. To, to, to determine the best card in standard, you have to look at the overall metagame. Yeah, how, how many so decks run the card? And right now, the most ubiquitous card is Jace by far. Ah, Seriously, that's bullshit. that's bullshit. The card, the most impactful card in standard, and it's run in almost every single deck. It's motherfucking Tectonic Edge, okay? Okay, well... <laughs> Everybody like runs it. that fucking card. But it's still... It's, it's a utility card. It's See, not like... It doesn't win the game by itself. A card but that wins it, the game by itself, that's the best card in standard. But it sure is... Uh, Jace won't help... Jace won't win the game, but it sure as hell will help you. <laughs> oh, J- Jace no, Jace will win the game by itself. Oh, well, so will Primeval. I can beat you for six, four times, and you're dead. Yo, most of the time... Yeah, but see, that's not making Primeval Titan the best card in standard, because I can hit you four times with any Titan, and you're dead. I can hit you with Bane Slayer four times. I, I, I could sit here and tell you, while, while you're beating me with a Titan six times in the face, I can swing at you six times with Worm Coil, and I gain a bunch of life at the same time. You know, and you're not going to want to block it because it's Death Touch. The, what really makes it the best card in standard? It, to me, Primeval Titan is just another yeah, Titan see, that has a really cool effect that worked really good in one deck. Yeah, two decks. Two decks. Sorry. Um... Yeah, that, that that's really true. But then, then we're looking at okay, so we're looking at the utilitary ca- capability of the card. Then by far, it's Tectonic Edge because we go, oh, Jace, Jace could theoretically win the game by 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 yourself by by itself. But I'm like, I could make that Tectonic game uh, Edge win the game by itself. I just need to make it a creature. Um, there's plenty like Zendikons, like it's stupid, but it can win the game by itself. You know, honestly, speaking about these new cards in Standard. There was a deck I was just playing against a few minutes ago that uh, Ralph actually built. Uh, Ralph and Brian worked on together. Pause, 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 pause. What, 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 what? Before huh? Lewis goes crazy on us. Okay, oh, I will yeah. give <laughs> credit of your deck. We gotta give. We gotta give. Some I don't credit. want that problem, okay. man. Okay, uh, <laughs> but right before states, when you know Scars of Mirror first came out, Lewis came up with an idea for a deck. It was really cool, but it had a tendency to not go all the way against some decks. Now, now that these cards came out, there's a new card that, you know, it's kind of a sleeper card a little bit, but it's Viridian Corruptor. And the whole deck idea is the whole liquid metal coating, you know, being able to run a lot of stuff that destroys artifacts. But the Viridian Corruptor, like I've been playing against it, and I think the best thing it adds to this deck is it's putting a body into play that essentially blows something up when it lands on the field. And that could be land, creatures, whatever, you know, your opponent's weak on, you're taking more of it away from them. But then, it, now that you have these things on the deck, you can think with the Infect theme and be like, okay, well, I only got to deal, you know, 10 damage instead of, like, 20, like you did in the other deck. Yeah, I, I think it's changed that deck a lot. 
I, I think it, it, that, that that deck might be a little heavily reliant on liquid metal, and that's oh, that that's the only definitely. that's that's the only reason. And I mean, I, yeah, you you can like you can make it like a a bug a bug build, basically running green. Although Virian Corruptor I think is double green, so that's really dangerous. But you whatever, make it a bug a bug build, and then you can you can in, in, include Tezzeret. And then you could also include that green card that searches for non uh, reveal a top five cards, uh, grab a non uh, or non, uh, colorless non, card, non, colorless yeah, card. a colorless card, and it's a good way to fish fish it out. But e- even with that, I mean, I, I I still think it's, I mean, if it goes off, you lose. But what what deck that you built that that has a, a decent concept? If, if it goes off, it, it's very hard to beat. Like mo- most decks that you know. Have a potential well, to work. It's if kind they of go like off, right, right now playing like, against. Uh, it's quest, quest. If quest goes off, you lose. If so quest if goes off, right, you lose. If they draw liquid metal at turn two, turn three, you lose. Hey, you know what a good card is? Mortipod. 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 No, like what I'm trying to say is, is like playing against Ralph right now. Uh, he pretty much was able to watch me because it's in a control build, and he was watching me. I. I put a creature out that could hurt him. He just, you know, liquid metal, blow up that creature. In one game he saw, I was kind of mana screwed. I was stuck on three lands. Okay, well, let's blow up another land. Now you're stuck with two, you know. It, it just hurt, dude. And it was like, it wasn't about going off. It just, it hurt. You know, he kept the board empty and kept swinging at me with Infect, and it hurt. And he had a Worm Coil engine in there, which I think is good. But with that deck, there might be other cards that could even work even better. Um... Well, yeah, I'm trying to find the ideal, uh, like, big win condition for the deck, but I'm having trouble. Like, there's so many options. I know you were talking uh, about uh, Steel Hellkite at one point. I was thinking about Steel Hellkite, but it's so vulnerable, it dies to man, anything. he thought about a lot of shit, man. Hey, <laughs> I thought, it, it, I thought it, it about doesn't the, die to go for the throat. The Consecration Sphinx or whatever. <laughs> that actually... It, it was pretty cool, I can't lie. That one the was Blink Sphinx. I've been actually thinking heavily about that Blink Sphinx. I don't know. Because, I mean, it... it that thing was awesome. For, that thing you was have, awesome look, to draft, but... If you, but, I mean, but, but, but if you actually get a deck that runs Metalcraft effectively, and, 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 and I mean, you're, you're, you're probably going to look for more of a control build anyway. So, I mean, you're talking about, like, Tumble Magnet off the bat, just off my top of my head. A good artifact to run in there is definitely Tumble Magnet. But if you can get the Sphinx, the, the, if you can get Metalcraft up and make it... Um, artifacts that are hard to destroy unless you have specifically permanent destroy, so non-creature artifacts, basically. It's going to be a bitch to kill that Sphinx. <laughs> like, Doomblade, blink. DOJ, blink. Attack, mm-hmm. blink. <laughs> Block, blink. Like, it's just, it's, you're just going to want to kick the damn thing. And then your, your only other alternative to get rid of the artifacts, and those aren't as easy to get rid of, and you're already in a control build, I don't know. I think the Sphinx has potential if if a Tezzeret blue-black controlish like deck does arrive. I, I was also thinking about uh, some, some type of equipment because like, the one card that's been interesting me the most is Piston Sledge, which it comes into play and it automatically attaches to a creature. Yeah, I like that card oh, too. Oh, yeah. It's good I, in draft. I, I, yeah, I know, I, know almost, oh, I know that card's good in draft. But I I, I want to see if, if perhaps it could have implications with, you know, perhaps specific white cards that gain double strike when equipped it and already have double strike like the Paladin. Because the Paladin is immune to most removal from the deck except for red. So but if you have the Paladin, you drop Paladin and you go 
pass turn go, then you equip this thing to it. You you pretty much have an immortal card on the field for for the most part. Like, what what is it? What is it going to be? It's going to be a five, a five three double strike. That's dangerous. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> Basically, of ten ten game. <laughs> so I I've, I've been looking at that card and 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 looking at white weenie in in a different light, but. That, that I, I've been thinking of decks. I haven't actually physically got to building a deck because I don't have much people to test here with and I have school and I want to kill myself. But other than that, I want to test that. So probably when I go down for my little mini birthday vacation to Miami. Yeah, man, your birthday's testing. coming up. Yeah, hey, so, man, we're just going to test. <laughs> so and that's drink. what you want to do for your birthday. No, test and we have, we have to test something fuck better than that. Fuck test me. and drink. What All the right, fuck? I like the drink. Wait, 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 huh? Did, did Rob just say he likes to drink or I, he likes the drink part? I, I didn't say I would drink myself. I just said I like oh, okay. the part. Let's, let's get that out of the way. Yeah, okay. yeah, <laughs> but uh, what was I going to say? Um, so Hector, man, so when you come down here and Goblin owns you like 5-0. to zero, I No. Mean, I think Blue Black okay. has a fine matchup against Goblin. Right, I mean, I've, I've I've been looking at some online because Kadolta Red, believe it or not, before you guys decided it was an amazing deck, has actually seen a lot of online play and MTGO. I understand that. And and pe- people have already have already come up with a counter in Blue Black to it, and I, I think it's pretty legit, and okay. I, I agree with it. Listen, you tap out on turn three, I'm gonna beat the shit out of you on my turn four. Or uh, turn two. Not 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 if what okay. I tap out for is a Nighthawk. Nighthawk, bolt. <laughs> You mean that? You mean oh, that guy? Okay. One. There's only one card in your deck that can kill that that card, which is and, gold. And the spell bomb. Well, it prevents it from blocking. Yeah. yeah. It, Actually, if, uh, if you take me out, but you also have to realize I I do have a turn one. I ha- I do have a turn one and turn two options. Like, let's not forget about that. So, like, no, you, just... you you would uh, yeah, goblin. If you get the ideal hand, yeah, I'm pretty sure the goblins can take it out. For right. sure, if you get the ideal hand and you have like that bolt to deal with, with that and and yeah, you'll stop me. I'll be like, okay, now I'm gonna suck my thumb while you bit me in the face. But if if you don't get an ideal hand and 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 there's like there there's a few options. I mean, you could still go back to uh, trinket mage elixir, trinket mage elixir, gain five. Oh, you hit me for seven. Oh, I'm gonna gain five. Like there's there's options. They're like it's just a matter of will that card, will that deck be. In in the meta that we're gonna go play a lot, that that, that you just basically look how much cyborg space do I want to dedicate to an aggressive deck that might be there? Hey Hector, let me ask you a question. How many Ink Moth Nexus have you got in your hands on up there in Orlando? Three, three. Damn, Hector, I need two. No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, I, I need sorry. I need I need four. So right he needs now. one. I need two. I'm I'm lying to you. It's two. It's two. I thought it was three. I ended okay. up trading. We need one each. Okay. Bro, I hate you guys. <laughs> you know, I love you, but I gotta say something. Like, there's been a poison list that's been put up on uh, the mothership. It, you know, because they throw this up there sometime, and these are like more for the casual player and everything. But I look at them all the time, and it's kind of funny. They kind of went the direction that I've been thinking about going with poison. Let, let, let me go over the deck list with you guys really quick. Four dark slick shores, four drowned catacombs, four ink moth nexus, twelve swamps. Four Necropedes, four Phyrexian Crusaders, four Phyrexian Fat Mothers, four Plague Mirrors, one Scythrix, and two Vector Asp. And then here, here's where it gets cool. Four Contagion Clasp, one Darkstill Axe, one Duress, one Go for the Throat, four Sphere of the Suns, one Sword of Body and Mind, one Sword of Feast and Famine, 
for Tezzeret, Agent of Bolas. And for Day of Judgment. <laughs> you know? Yeah, Day of Judgment does kill Infect. It, it does. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. Black Sun Zenith. That yeah. kills Infect too. Wait, 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 wait. I, I oh, like, no, uh, not so much. Wait, wait, I like wait, wait, Tezzeret. Uh, Tezzeret gives it another dimension that it can attack from. That's what I'm thinking. Well, see, here's the thing that, like, yeah, okay. Any kind of board wipe kills Infect, but it also kills a lot of other creature decks. So, like, what are we going to do in standard right now? Because we're scared of a board wipe card, we're going to play decks that have no creatures on the field? Yeah, well, well, it's, it's yeah. a lot safer. It's a lot safer <laughs> you, 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 you want me to name the top four decks right now, and then you tell me how many creatures they run? Okay, go ahead. Start with the first one. Blue-black. Okay, well, we got Grave Titans. We have Worm Coil Engines. We have... Now people are talking about putting Massacre Worms on in average, them. On average, how many creatures they run? Four or five. Exactly. Blue, black, blue, white, four. Four creatures. Yeah. Blue, white. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, you, but, but in blue, white, you got to also remember there's lands that are creatures. In there, no, no, so. no, 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 no. You also got to remember white sun zenith, okay? Yeah, yeah but, but, but I'm... Creatures. Yeah, it does, and again, it continues recycling into your deck, so it doesn't really matter. It's an immortal creature in a sense, unless it gets countered or or or, dis, or duress or hand removed. Um, it's basically infinite creatures as long as you can draw it infinitely. Um, uh, Valakut, what I think Valakut runs four creatures. Oh no, no, not actually. No, their their numbers gone up. It's four primevals, four two two Avengers, four primevals, two Avengers, four battlements. I think. And like one infernal, something like that. That's their list. I think that's the highest creature list, and it's all towards the top end of that list. So then, it, what you're saying is essentially standard and, is now boring, and we're not going to play any creatures in standard. Well, no, but this set's shaking that up. That's what. That's also what. Well, I'm that's what I'm also thinking is like honestly, like I think it was about a year ago. A lot of people were talking about how Wizards was wanting to take magic and more of like a creature heavy kind of game, less spells and you know all that. But it seems like with all these extremely powerful spells that they've been putting out, it makes it to where you really don't want to play creatures now. It's it's kind of strange. Well, no, it's make- just because it's a, it, 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 really what it is is there was no combo deck. Well, I mean, there was, there, 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 was, there was I'm sorry, there was no there was no real like legitimate aggressive tier one deck, and that's what standard. There still there still isn't. Like you have Boros, but I play Boros, and it just it just doesn't. Like, yeah, it outputs a damage, it takes you, but it gets really frustrating when you get your opponent down to four and three and two. And you lose. And you lose because you can't, you can't draw lands. That's really, really annoying. So I, mm-hmm. I don't think that that will be the tier one. Kodota is promising, but Kodota has a thing that if, it, if you deal with the field and they run out of gas, they're in trouble. I yeah, mean, but- unless you, but I know. If you play it smart, you know you don't you don't pump out your whole hand right off the bat. But if you have exactly. that that really fast opening hand and they somehow deal with it, that's bad. If you go Kadolta and they go spell pierce, you're gonna fucking kick yourself in the nuts. Yo, but here's the thing, Hector. Uh, they could deal with a early hand, but by that time, he, you already does like ten, twelve damage, and you can just rebuild from there, bro. It's not that bad. Yeah, but I'm saying if if you have any sort of life gain. Like, you have to realize that, that blue-black builds, for example... I'm, I'm a blue-black player, I'm not going to lie. I really love blue-black. Blue-black builds, I mean, I'm personally going to run Wormcore Engine, and that's dangerous. Hector. <laughs> like, any, any, you, you, it's, it's the same thing as Red Deck Wins. Red Deck Wins has a huge, huge problem if the opponent somehow gains five or more life. If they stabilize and go up in life, 
Yo, but Red Dick, Red Dick is not as fast as Goblins right now. Well, goblins are retarded fast, Hector. Yeah, this I, new I, version of Goblins, I, yeah. I've, I've played against Goblins. Not the new version, but I played against the, the oldest version, the, the, the oldest latest, right before the pre-release. I played against it, and yes, it is very fast. But I'm saying, sometimes you do not draw the ideal hand. Yeah, and, yeah. And that's, that's I, I any mean, deck, but, but Yeah, yeah that, that's any deck. I'm, I'm not shooting it down. I actually think Kodolta Red is probably going to, maybe has the highest possibility of becoming the tier one aggressive deck in the format. Because it is so fast. And then, Everybody else has to adjust and board for them. Well, yeah, you have to you have to dedicate so much space to the to the deck because if it has a big presence. But 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 that, that that's going to be the key, at least for us. We're gonna, we're, we have to figure how many people are going to play Kodolta Red when we go to the tournament. Well, and do we think it's going to it's going to show big a big? Usually, in in big tournaments, I, I I think Red is one of the most popular things to to run because, I mean, people like to be aggressive. Yeah. Uh, I've seen that many times. It, it works for them half the time. Yeah, but but then then you also have the the Boros side. Well, actually, the West, think about the it. what was it? Uh, our nationals in the U.S. last year. Uh, I think didn't second place go to Red Deck wins. So some it was a guy who had never really placed before, and he was like from Arizona or something, and he got for, uh, second place with Red Deck wins at nationals. Yeah, I mean you catch people by surprise. I mean that's the point of um. You're not expecting it. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. Let's 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 run shape on you. They won't see that one coming. Actually, you want to know what I'm they thinking probably about will, playing? Actually. I'm thinking about playing a black blue control deck myself. But my main card in this deck, like my win, essentially, is going to be the mind control infect card, where I just take your titan whatever and swing back at you with infect. That's that. That's actually a, a really good because I mean, how many decks run, corrupted, run the titan? Corrupted conscious. That's the name of it. Yeah. How, how many people run these titans? Like. It, it, it's like, oh, I'm going to play this Titan. Oh, I'm going to get the added benefit of the Titan. Like, if you get an Inferno off of that, that's nine damage. What, what cost is that card? Five. Five? It, it's, it's mind control. Actually, mind control. if you think about that, if you were to take control of an Inferno Titan with that thing, you could do the fire-breathing effect, and the three damage that it does when it comes to my side of the board is going to be dealt and infect damage. It, right. It, it's retarded. Let me ask you something. Who runs that card? Inferno? Hector has a theory on that one. Go ahead. In- Inferno? Valakut runs that card. You mean the bad Valakut? <laughs> Rug runs that card. And actually, hey, you mean, like you who plays Rug? Who plays Rug, man? Go look up your top eight lists. <laughs> who plays Rug? Hold on, hold on. You, you're talking about the Valakut 0.1? The one that, like, they tried once and, like, fuck that. No, Valakut runs one Inferno. I will look up the top eight right now for you for Valica. The latest top eight right now. It runs one Inferno. I mean, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. Valica's good, but eh, eh. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna, yeah. Well, in, in blue, black. Bro, you know, Brian is just very tired of Valica because Prisco was playing <laughs> it for a while. I, it's not that I'm tired of Valica. It's honestly, I think Valica. No, I said Brian was, and he is. He's tired. Yeah. Oh, I'm tired of it. I'm like, I, I don't think Valica is all that flary anymore. It, it, like, it was getting to the point of John that where everybody's just tired of it, doesn't want to see it anymore. But, I mean, Actually, the so new John, the it's new so John is honestly blue black. Blue black's a new John. But here's the difference between John and blue black. John, in a minor way, was autopilot. Like, oh. Cascade, you can't really control, I mean, besides the deck building and counting, okay, I've drawn this and played this, so I'm not going to hit these. I have a lower percentage chance of hitting these, but it's still random. It's like, I'm going to play Blood Raid, let's see what I get. 
and 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 it, it was like turn two. You, you you could almost predict like you play the John player and he taps out. You were like, all right, this is what he's gonna play. It, it, into how autopilot is versus I think blue black takes a little bit more skill to play because many of the decisions that you make in a blue black deck or in any control deck for that matter will heavily heavily affect the outcome of the end of the match. The like, thing about you, you can make the game winning decisions game t- uh, turn two. The control decks that are being run right now, they they completely revolve around Jace, though. Yeah, that's true, but I'm actually thinking, like... Jace is their engine. Jace is their engine. The reason Jace is so powerful is because of fucking Brainstorm. Let's not lie to ourselves. That's one reason. One, he can throw a creature back to their hands. His versatility, but I want to say, like, 80% of the time, Jace brainstorms. That's what he does. He gets you answers. He gets you threats. Period. That's what Jace is there for. Yes, occasionally you have to go, okay, got to change my game plan, got to fucking Jace ultimate his ass to win. I have enough gas in my hand to control anything that happens within the next few turns, let, let's ultimate. And, and yeah, that, that'll happen. And okay. then sometimes they go, I'm going to drop a Titan. Oh, shit, I got to deal with that. <laughs> no. Okay, so here we go. For the list from the top to the bottom, right? Um, so Valakut, dead. Nothing came out of this to help it? I don't think Valakut no, is dead. No, I don't think Valakut is dead. It's just, I, honestly, it's what I said. I think so many people know how to answer against Valakut that Valakut players have a huge thing, a, a huge problem. What would be really, really interesting is if Valakut players would go into wipe, but that's already getting really crazy, and okay. play that land. No, no, th- there's a legitimate reason. Lands okay, are yeah, indestructible. Yeah, yeah. Right, cool. Lands are indestructible. Right. So. so next, blue-black. What do we think this is going? Blue black is still going to be top contender. It's it's going to stay up there. I mean, I think it's going to stay up there because one, it has a very good way to deal with a lot of the aggressive decks. Yes, blue white has you know DOJ, which is like hands down the best mass removal spell in okay. format right now. So, so Ralph, what were you going to say? That I think blue black is going to stay top tier because they have the, the early game plays to counter a lot of the fast decks. Like they have the Inquisition of Kozilek. You know, they have the quick removal, like this figure. The rest, Doomblade. Yeah, so they're going to be able to handle the onslaught of a fast deck. You know, I agree with that. I'm also thinking there's going to be more versions of a blue-black out there, and it's you're always going to have to wonder which version is this guy playing and back and forth. But, okay, um, now the third deck, I guess, that we would have to say is, like, what about, like, uh, all the different Vengevine builds? Are we seeing anything that's going to help them out at all? Or <laughs> I, I think a Ven- Vengevine build is, right now, very possible. The, the, the only reason that Vengevine builds hasn't like seen a lot of stuff is because you go turn four Vengevine, then player X over here goes, okay, Titan. Two turns later, like, yeah, you can bring Vengevine back thirty times, but how do you deal with that Titan? Okay. It'll yeah, honestly, I, I don't see I don't see Vengevine, you know, being a factor in the meta game right now. So he's Vengevine, kind of on his way out. It, it, I think, yeah, I think it's it's a novelty that no. you know had its time and it's over. I I, I actually disagree with you on that. <laughs> okay, so how about uh, blue white, blue white control? How do we see that blue, one going? Blue white got a lot of a lot of tools. That Brian, white. What do you think of blue white? Blue Mr. white has. White. Blue white has a lot of tools, like he said. <laughs> no, but go ahead. What do you think? What do you think about the white sun zenith? Huh. The, Yo, that, that, that is that's, that's, that's like a three of. No, no, see, no. No, see, no, 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 that's too much. No, that's too much. Hey, hold on, hold on. It's, it's that card that's like blue-black passes, and it's turn, white sun, counter. 
Alright, so he just spent a counter. Uh, probably a uh, mana leak or a spell. No, they don't run spell pierce. Mana leak. So now it aids you in the fight to defend whatever planeswalker you're going to play now. One of the best tools for a control deck is to have instant speed threats. Yes. Because you win, uh, yes. you win control battles. Yeah, you win, you win you, counter exactly, battles. Exactly. EOT, and then it also has like that that blue that blues in this. I think it's definitely going to be a one of, but I don't know. I don't remember where I read it, but it, it might see something like in the Colney Woods Genesis deck because you go blue sun Zenith for nine. Oh my god! Nine. But now you're talking about an insane amount of mana. I mean, yeah, you about, whoa, whoa, blue, Colney Woods Genesis decks can Yo. generate nine mana. Might as well. Genesis, no, 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 Hector. Might as well Genesis. It's not nine there. mana. It, it, it's three blue. Plus nine. Yeah. You understand what you're saying? Yo, yeah. Yes. Uh, and, uh, it's three Hector, nine mana. Okay. Hector, nine it, mana for total. I understand. Also, yes. You're saying, okay, why Why not? Might as well Genesis wave for it. I understand. In the case you don't have Genesis wave. Okay. Like, so you're talking about like an, an extra thing to do with all that mana. Ex- exactly. Like uh, X spells that are at instant speed and, and, and X spells that are good early, good late. And an instant speed that can let you dump all your mana right before your turn comes, or, or without, like that—that's amazing. Like you know, you know what's amazing, Hector? You know, you know what's the one amazing thing we haven't talked about in a long time? Spell Pierce. Fucking oh, wow! <laughs> oh, I tap out. Spell Pierce. Huh. So all of a sudden, Spell Pierce is like a must. You have to main deck four of them now. To well, have about Actually, it, when you start thinking about been main decking. No, but if you think Pierce. about Spell Pierce against any of these Zeniths, like if people try to like just go crazy, tap out against Zenith for their Zenith, you just Spell Pierce and it's over. Yeah, but the beautiful thing is that, for example, the instant speed Zenith, it's like you're forcing them to waste a removal. And like for example, some of these Zeniths can come out of the board. Like, for example, if you're playing in an aggressive deck, for example, like a white weenie aggressive deck, and you play that white zenith, don't main it. Board it. Because then what happens is usually a control player would board out some of their control for more creature-based control. Because, like, creature-based, why are you going to – like, honestly, let's be serious. Let's be tech. You're fighting against an aggressive white weenie deck. Why are you going to keep Spell Pierce in there? Okay, then you board out. Obviously, what's your argument here? But then what I'm saying is, then when you board in the White Sun Zenith, they're going to have less tools to, to, to counter that White Sun Zenith. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. White Sun Zenith is for control players, not for aggro. It, 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 it could still be for a White Weenie aggro. What crack are you smoking? Oh, man. Bro, you board out Spell Pierce, you put in Owls, you put in whatever the fuck is yeah. two cost or one cost, and they die. They die hard. But that's the that's the whole mind game but of sideboarding. It's like, but that's the whole point. You're boarding in a bunch of stuff to kill creatures, and I'm boarding in a bunch of shit that's gonna drop four threats at once. Late game, mid to late game, at instant speed, and you boarded out your control against spells. Then I day. What are you talking about, Hector? You have- Hector has a in that you know the control player is not gonna be expecting that kind of a threat. And so it's- you're not gonna be expecting what I'm boarding too. That's that's why Rob said it's but, the mind yeah. game. It's, it's, you have to predict what's going to come in, and you have to like anticipate the moves. Yeah, Hector. Dude. Okay, okay. You love yes. your black blue too much, bro. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, so now right, off, right. off, off off these top tier decks, um, have we seen that there might be a reach in a point where infect becomes something that's actually going to be played? <laughs> I think, I okay, think how I- about we how about we take a vote on this, Brian? You first. Um. 
I don't know, man. You guys go first. I'm kind of uh, confused with that. I'm going to say it won't be uh, a good deck, a top-tier deck, no. Hector? I want to say that it has it has possibility, but it might be in a shell of an already existing type of deck. It might take I, a shell of a different deck. I will say I would love it to be a, val- a valid deck. I would love it to be Tier 1, but I think it's going to end up staying more casual. The only thing I think maybe will be like a very heavy control version that doesn't even use a infect creature to win. It'll be more like the Corrupted Conscious deck that I'm talking about. Um, well, the fact that Go for the Throat came in... Wait, wait, wait. You already had your vote, so enough. <laughs> Brian. I don't yeah, know about Brian. Corrupted Conscious, Mike, because there's not a lot of creatures that are hardcore now. Oh, Blue-White, play a Baneslayer Angel. I now have a 5-5 five, five Infect. That's like blue-white. one blue-white. out of five Blue-White players. Okay, that's fine. What, what else do you got in Blue-White? You got Frost Titan? Now I have a Frost Titan with Infect. How much are you no, paying? Not really. Huh? How much mana are you paying to get it, to take a Frost Titan from me? Uh, I'll, Five. Five, but he hits Infect and yours doesn't. That's the big deal, though. Corrupted Conscience. And How all. much is Corrupted Conscience? Five. How much is, so you're going to pay five to, to play Frost Shaman? To, to take my Frost Shaman? No, you're Frost Titan. I mean, Frost Titan, I'm sorry. You're going to take five? What yeah. about the two costs that you need to target it? Oh, technicalities. Okay. Good point, good point. No, no, he <laughs> has a good point there. But my point is the same. I could take a Grave Titan, I could take a Worm Coil Engine, I could take whatever yeah, you, I want. You can go take the Grave Titan. You won't take a Frost Titan. Frost Titan's tougher. No, I, <laughs> I, I will agree with that. But anyway, you know, I just I, I think there might be something there for Corrupted Conscience. We'll, we'll see how that ends up turning out. Um, okay, guys, we're at uh, about 40 minutes into this cast. It's about time for us to take a short break here. Um, I do want to say that, you know, for anybody who goes to our website and reads articles there and has noticed that uh, Neil Talbot has not had an- another article up recently on the uh, Great Designer Search too. Unfortunately, he has decided to only write on his own blog for a while and will not be writing for our site anymore currently. He, he, he had a couple little problems when our site was going through a transition phase and I'm glad to say the transition phase is finally done, and we have our site back 100% under our control, and, you know, we're re- it, the rebuilding process is pretty much done. But uh, we did lose him as a writer, so with that being said, we are looking for writers again. Uh, anybody out there that wants to write about Standard or Extended, go ahead and email me at jesterMH at topdeckhero.com or jesterMH at yahoo.com. Uh, let me know in there if you've written before, what you want to write about, extended, legacy, standard, limited. Um, let me know, uh, and we'll see. I'll get in contact with you. Um, anyway, after the break, we're going to come back, and we're going to talk about a little bit of the news here, uh, you know, different things that Wizard has going on. And I may have a, a special guest coming on the podcast in a little bit, maybe, maybe. Don't quote me on that. But uh, we'll be back in a few. Hey, um, 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 Mortarpod. Hello, welcome back to Top Deck Hero Radio. Um, second half of our show here, we're going to go over a couple things with, uh, you know, new things that are going to be coming out from Wizards in the next few weeks, and a couple of events that are going to be coming around, and changes to, well, we're going to start with that, so let me just go into that right now. Um... I have not had a chance to read an article about it yet, 
but it was reported on one of the podcasts that I listened to that um, the amount of K value for certain events are dropping. The problem is certain events that we're talking about here would be Star City Games, 5Ks, TCG Player, 5Ks. They used to be, I believe it was 32. Now, I'm maybe wrong about all the numbers here, but I think it was they were worth 32K. Now they're going to be worth 16K. And, you know, your normal typical Friday Night Magic is an 8K. But um, apparently not a lot of people were happy about the drop for the Star City games and TCG players dropping down to that. I kind of see a little bit where Wizards was going with this. Like, you know, GPs should be 32K events, things like that. But what do you guys think about this? Brian? It gives people a little bit of advantage because, like, When you start out, you're gonna look hard, you're gonna look like long and hard for the cards that you need, and I mean, not all of them are useful, but they're staples in the cards, in the in the in the structure, you know. What? What does that have to do with you the question? What does that have to do with the game? That was fun, right? I was being. I, think what, anyway. I think what Brian meant to say was that uh, it's gonna dilute the fields of these events a little bit more because. Like, the top pros are going to want the K-value to be 32 and the yeah. best players. So they might not want to play these events if the, they're not going to get the ratings boost. Well, one of the ideas was, you know, like, only X amount of people get invited to nationals based upon their 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 rating, right? I think it's like, what, 200? Yeah, it's a really small number. And at first, people were like, you know, at Friday Night Magic, so you know how ridiculously hard it is to raise your K-value at a Friday Night Magic? Oh, I, trust me, I know. It's easier for somebody I've, I've with a with a with a good number just to drop drastically from like like if you go three one in a night and you have a really high uh, DCI number, I mean not DCI number but uh, <laughs> damn what's it called your rating. rating. Yeah, rating. If you have a really high rating, you go three one. You still have a winning record, but you're gonna drop in K value because you know of how the system is right now. But you won't drop. You just won't go up that much. No, you drop. You drop. Oh yeah, if you right. lose one, if you lose one against like somebody who has like fourteen hundred, which is terrible, by the way. I don't think <laughs> anybody in Florida that has fourteen hundred. I have a fourteen hundred. Fuck off. You know? Huh? How about that? Overall, I don't think you have fourteen hundred overall. I yeah, he does. Do. He does. He does. I, I probably do because he I, does. I lose a lot of Friday Night Magic. I just don't care. But um, you know, some people ended up just going like like some of the higher level players. Wouldn't play at Friday Night Magics, but whenever there was a TCG player, a Star City Games, um, GP, PTQ, like they go to these things to play because they were able to get. I think a PTQ has a 16k value on it also, but they tried to hit these 32k value ones to raise their their rating to try to get invited to nationals off of that rating, and this is going to make it a lot harder for them to do that. Yeah, so they're just making it harder to achieve those elite ratings that people want. Pretty much. It, it seems that way, but like the th- funny thing about that is it isn't going to change the amount of people that do get invited to Nationals. It's still going to be just 200 people. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. Well, I don't know. If they lower the K-value, I mean, what are they going to do, not play anymore? Some higher-level players might not play anymore. No, because it's all about the money still. No, they might just only go to GPs. Well, that's the thing. Maybe they go to them just to try to win money out of them, you know? Well, yeah, but, but that's the business. of some, some pro players have the business of just playing card games to make money. It's like poker. They don't care. Yeah. Well, There's well, pops. Some do about their rating, though. Like, I think... And, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead, Hector. It's the first time we cut you off, so go ahead. Um, preemptively, perhaps, um, 
I know Star City Games created their own like player ranking for their own events, and 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 you have like uh, benefits. For example, like their level eight player. Yeah, benefit. but that still doesn't change the, what the K value is worth through the, the DCI. All that. That's just like in their own event. Like if no, you are, I, I understand, but 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 that's newer incentive for other players to go to their events. Yeah. Like you, you, you were saying that... The, I understand, yes, it's not 16K, and no, I cannot grind Star City Games stuff and, and kick a lot of ass in Star City Games to make myself an invitational to nationals. So you, you, a lot of pros go to, like, Star City Games stuff. A lot of pros do go there. So if, even if you're already topping, you're getting, even though it's a 16K event, by taking out those pro players, if, if you do beat them, your point's still going up pretty uh, pretty high a lot. I mean, like, you, you'll probably get, like, each match, if, if you, you pay Pro 1, Pro 2, Pro 3, Pro 4, each match might be going up the full 16K, the full, the full, the full pointage for, for beating that Pro. So, so I guess when it comes to the, like, Pro versus Pro competitive to bring your pointers up, but at that point, they're already Pro, so they already have invitations to stuff that they will want to get. I don't know. I don't know where I was going with this. Whatever. <laughs> well, essentially, like, I guess for somebody like me who is at a 1,400 or so uh, ranking, it doesn't really matter. 16K is a lot better than an 8K. If I go there and do well, I'm going up. But, um... I, I well, guess it, it really depends on who you face. Like, if you beat LSV at, at a 16K, you're getting a ridiculous amount of points because his player rating is up the roof. Yeah. That's but true. A lot of people say that, you know, that just this whole system that they use. Lows? It's kind of, it, yeah. It's, it, it has it, its flaws, for sure. It's based off chess, you know. And the thing about in chess is a person like Brian with, like, what's your score now, Brian? Should if be. If you don't want to say, you don't have to, but, like. Should be, like. 18, 19? No, I'm not 19. You were at one point. I was? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't <laughs> check, like... Okay. My, my wife is the one that usually checks my rating, and I haven't checked in a long time. Well, like, somebody like him would not play somebody like me that's at, like, a 1,400. Well, it, well, you know? I, I think the, 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 the more accurate thing is the way that chess works, it gives you that same exact point system. But a chess player at a level of 1,800... Uh, a chess player who's at level 1300, there's no way in hell that a 1300-level player chess chess player is going to beat an 1800, like, a but breeze in the, the park. That, but that's the thing. But in Magic, I can walk in as a 1300 player and beat play that a 2000 yeah. 100, you know, player and just accidentally kick their ass. You know? <laughs> yeah. I, accidentally I think kick I, their ass. Accidentally kick their ass. <laughs> I mean, well, that, let's that, just say I'm playing a rook that they weren't expecting. They don't have sideboard for. Yeah, there, there, there's them. that luck. There's, there's a big luck factor in Magic. I mean, that's what makes it exciting a lot of the time is that, you know, anyone can brew up a deck and just, you know, run away with a tournament. Yep. Um, can I explain one situation? Sure, go mm-hmm. ahead. It's not it's not magic, but um, I'm giving you like my favorite example for like the surprise attack on a, a tournament. Um, if you if the listeners have ever um, heard about the game versus the versus used to have fifty thousand dollar prize tournaments. Okay, so everybody techs and there's no sideboard, so you have to either tech a lot or and lose to another deck, or just run a normal deck, which they do, which they did. One guy decided to go to the tournament and. 
play hard as hell and nobody knew what his deck was and he ran through with $50,000 in a laptop ran through no loss because it's a one game um, format there's no two out of three it's one game he was one loss no loss I mean and he just ran through $50,000 I mean the deck deals 38 damage on turn two and you have a 50 life game it was ridiculous no one knew how to beat it but yeah it's like Surprise attacks hurt. But okay. also, you also run the risk of, oh, that's not going to happen to me again, so they're going to attack the shit out of that deck. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, okay. My, my opinion on it is I could care less either way because of where I'm stuck at currently and I don't have a high rating. But I could see some of these high rating people going there and ending up losing you know, a couple games, dropping right away and not even attempting to keep playing Magic after no, that. You're the people that pisses off. People yeah, that those guys screw our ratings up, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you're the people that oh. people are angry at you for it. Yo, chill, man. Can, can I, like, buy you a pizza to stay? <laughs> Just yeah. Don't fuck up my ratings. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, um, another thing we wanted to talk about are the, uh, the Magic event decks that are coming out towards the end of February. Um it looks like Star City Games has posted a spoiler list of the two decks. Originally, when I had heard about these, I heard there was going to be five different decks, and they were going to be very, very, very relevant to standard for decent Friday Night Magic play. Um, what I'm seeing now is there's only two decks. Uh, I guess that actually came out a while ago that there was only going to be two decks. But what I'm seeing is that they're not bad, but they're also not ultra you know, competitive either. Like in the Infect deck... Um, it, it is cool that they put two drowned catacombs in the land base, but there's four Jawar Isle Refuge, which, you know, is like the gain one life comes into play tap, dual land. Um, but otherwise in that deck, you got creatures, you got four Corpse Core, four Necropede, four Plague Mirror, one Hand of the Praetors, and two Phyrexian Vatmother. It seems like it's balanced really well, but, you know, people just don't play Corpse Core, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, but... Well, I think that they're doing a good job of making these decks, like, competitive enough where you can, you know, play a game of Magic against another Constructor deck and stand a chance. Yeah, and make them sweat. Yeah, I'm looking at some of the other cards, like the actual spells that are in that deck, though. I'm, I'm really happy with that. Four Corrupted Conscious, two Deprive, a Doom Blade, two Mana Leaks, two Smothers. And they do have sideboards that go along with them. And you got another Doom Blade in the sideboard. you got three Flash Fleas, sideboards, um, two more yeah, Smothers so- in there. It's not like they're throwing random cards in the theme decks and saying, you know, here, play. Yeah, it, it seems like they did very, very well-rounded decks as opposed to, like, the uh, pre-construct starter decks that you'll pick up at yep. your at your uh, pre-release or something. But, um, yeah, they got two of them coming out. One's a mono-red. The other one's a black-blue infect. I like that they went black-blue with their infect deck. I think that was cool. Um, but, yeah, those are coming out sometime here towards the end of... February. I'm trying to see if I get an exact date for you guys, but I'm not seeing an exact date. Definitely, if you're getting into Magic, um, you, that's a great place to start to pick up Feb- the game. Yeah. yeah, here we go. February 25th, they're going to come out. And yeah, I mean, definitely, <laughs> that's especially the, the red tournament. one. The, re- the red one's very, very good. I mean, it has the four of Lightning Bolts in it, two Galvanic Blasts, two Devastating Summons. You know, if you're new to Magic, be careful with devastating summons. Some <laughs> control player, a control player, will really show you how devastating it can be. Um, but yeah, it, it, it looks like a fun deck. You know, you could change out a couple cards in it. Like, you really don't want to run two panic spell bombs, but you know, you, you could take two of those out, put two more goblin bushwhacker or goblin guides in it. You know. Wait, what? You don't want to run two panic spell bombs? 
Yo, have you seen Kodolta Red? Come on, man. let's <laughs> not. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm uh, Hector was Mortar Pod. I'm Goblin today. Okay. 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 But yeah, v- very cool deck. I mean, I, I like them. I think they're a good place to start. And I wish they had things like that back when I started playing Magic. Because back when I started playing Magic, it was like, here's a tournament pack. Okay, so what is this, a five-color deck? No, it's just a bunch of random cards. You've got to go build your own deck. Yeah. That's you know? true. That's true. That's actually very true. Well, if you look at the, the way Wizards has changed um, how they cater to new players, they're definitely more on that now. I mean, they're trying to... You know, bring in new players and, and make it easier for them. Make them enjoy. Bring in the new players while simultaneously pissing off the old ones. Exactly, like yeah. the old, the old <laughs> old. Yeah. mirror now. I don't know if you guys know, but to buy a lightning bolt is pretty annoying. Good thing I stocked up on that shit. Yeah, like right. they're gonna get it on a structured structured deck, dude. That's awesome. Good for you. <laughs> we had we had to get lightning bolts and collect them for our group. Like you, you're gonna buy it. <laughs> like like remember that. when lightning bolt was like three dollars. Yeah, it was kind of scary for a while. It's like still two dollars, bro. That deck is that card is ridiculous, and you're gonna get it free. <laughs> yeah, it's essentially, they don't have a a price listed for these decks, but I mean, I don't see this list being ridiculous. I'm guessing probably around twenty bucks. You know, you know what I wish they would. I like that it has four Goblin War Drivers in it. I think that's cool. Um, you know what I wish they would have done? The Masters Edition from MT uh, Moto. Yeah. If they did that for Paper Magic, oh my a God. lot of people would play Legacy. A the, lot of people would play yeah, Legacy. It would, it, that would be really awesome. It would. That would be, I, have a, I have a theory on, on you know, that You know, tw- Twisties come in those packs, right? On <laughs> I think so, yeah. yeah. Just, look, look, I, I, I don't care. Look, look, look. Sell it for 60 bucks. That's good enough. They're not worth that much online, but still. No, but still, sell it for. If there's twisties involved, you better sell it for some <laughs> some <laughs> decent price. I mean, like I I was I was more excited for these two decks here than I think I should have got. The reason being is on MTGO recently they had a a red deck and a white deck that came out for Legacy. Um, that wow, I mean Caracas. They had they had like two or three Caracas <laughs> in the white deck. They have four. Ether Vials in the white deck. I mean, I was looking at that white deck, and I was like, really? I'm buying this. The red deck, same thing. There was cards in there. I'm just like, I can't believe they're putting these. You know, you know how much Ether Violets right now? No, I, I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> but it's just like, I was like, wow, these decks are amazing. Maybe that's like a, you know, a precursor to like these standard decks that they're going to make for, uh, you know, that they're going to start selling in February. They're going to be that good. Okay, no, they're not that good. Let's not get crazy. Real Paper Magic is never as good as MTGO, but... I, yeah. I I have a, a a statement. It's a theory. Probably am wrong. But with the new commander format releasing, that they release single cards of oh. each, oh. I think that in that format they might release old cards that are hard to come by. Well, they already are, Hector. By the way, Since this is something. Out. This is something I did hear about this week that I wanted to bring up, and you saying that just reminded me of it. This summer, you know, like every summer in Magic this the Gathering. This summer. This summer, Magic the Gathering. will break. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but every summer they do the summer of multiplayer Magic the Gathering stuff. Like last year it was uh, Arch Enemy. The year before that it was the Play and Chase. Yeah. This year it's Commander. They're going to bring out four Commander themed decks. And like how can you make a bad Commander deck? It's going to be artifacts. They're all one-ofs. You're going to have your, you know, they're basically making four commander decks that you can just go out and buy and start playing commander with. What do you think of that? I already knew that. Can we play EDH yet, Brian? Can we? I don't want to play EDH, man. 
you know how many options I have in EDH? Like, uh, if I play EDH, I'm going to look for the best cards I want. I'm not just going to make an EDH deck and be like, oh, hey, look, I got Painter Servant. Let's hey, go. hey, hey, Brian, look at the bright side. You only need to get one ofs. <laughs> but what no. I'm saying is, like, for example, like, this Take deck care. has, like, these, these, these commander decks have a good possibility to aid the legacy format in, in that, they can they can bring one ofs, which would be smart by magic because people would buy this shit like fucking candy. Let's say you put a force of wills in one of these. One force of will. Just Brian, one force Brian, of will. Brian would buy all of them. Yeah, I, I don't think they can reprint force of will, can they? Yeah, they can. No, it's they a, won't. It, they can. It's on the reprint list, but it's, it's not on the not reprint list. But really? it is a special set. And what did they say? They can reprint oh. if it's a special set. That's they true. said that. Oh. Yep. They reprinted no, 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 a special no. set. Their no, stuff they did not been... say that. They did one card. Everybody freaked out about Phyrexian Negator, and they apologized for it and said it would never happen again. Phyrexian... But they will never add anything else to the reserve list. Negator's horrible. Well, we know that, but it was on the reserve list, which freaked a lot of people out. Why was it on the reserve list to begin with? It's just, okay, why was Sliver Queen on the reserve list? Is it going to see play in Legacy? No, but it was still on the reserve list. Brian, quit playing WoW and like join the conversation. No, no, I'm listening, dude. I've been in the conversation for a long time, bro. I just, I'm actually looking up the reserve list right now because I just want to see something. You want to see Force of Wills in the reserve list? Yeah, I really do. Okay, hold on. You you cannot, you cannot, and I mean, there's no way in hell they Force should. Force of Will is not on the reserve list. Oh, reprint capable listen, any listen. day of the week. Listen, listen, they should not do that. That's a dangerous thing to do. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't want to go down that road again. I don't think they will, just because <laughs> nobody want to go down that road. But it is not on the reserve list. So it's they, not on the reserve wanna, list. If they wanted to put it in a special deck, like one of their little summer magic multiplayer things, yeah, they could throw it in there. But. but. Bro, magic is <laughs> magic is known for for dropping oh. really good cards in special decks. Look at the lightning, fire and lightning that There's, dropped a bunch there of are badass legacy cards. cards on this list, like All Hallows Eve. They can never reprint that. <laughs> Why would they want to? <laughs> Who would play it? I would. Oh, I would okay. find a way. It's Just because it's All Hallows Eve and they reprinted it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and you'll make sure to have shiny foil reprinted ones. Unless Man. it's already off. Like, almost all of Legends is like on that list. <laughs> because because it's a horrible, horrible set. set. <laughs> oh my god. We'll never reprint any of this. It's dark. Man. It's dark. <laughs> that, that, that's dark. really what the reserve, uh, the reserve list is. Fuck reprinting garbage like this. I'm looking for a card right now. Hold on. Oh, we're talking about the reserve list. Wellspring cannot be redone. Yo, face cannot be... Jace the Mind Sculptor. Is he on the reserve list? No. Oh, they're not going to add. That's right. Never mind. Actually, the reserve list, it stops at the end of Urza's Destiny. They didn't add any cards since Urza's Destiny. Go figure. There was a lot of cards they could have added. Powder Keg is on the reserve list. It won't be remade. Oh, well, they kind of remade it. Look, Ghetto Powder Keg is going to stay in, in like two formats because it's that powerful, okay? No, the, you can always use it. This isn't the you can't use these cards list. This is that we're not going to reprint like Mastercore. Oh, let me no, ask you something because I, I don't know how EDH works. What's the what's the band list on EDH? Oh, okay. it has its own specific band list. I'll actually tell you it's not that much. Um, yeah, EDH is a little more eternal. 
Keep talking, guys, while I'm looking things up. Oh, why would I want to do that? Uh, you're not a big EDH player, are you, Hector? No. Neither am I. I mean, I'm aware of the format, but it doesn't really cost It's really mind. funny because like, we have like one of the creators of EDH gunsling at in, most in of Tampa. our pre, pre-events and shit. I don't know shit about EDH. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Band list for, ED, for EDH or Commander. Ancestral Recall, Balance, Biorhythm, <laughs> Black Lotus, Coalition Victory, Biorhythm, fast, fast Bond, Gifts Ungiven, Gifts Ungiven, Kokosho, The Evening Star. Okay, that's dangerous. Caracas, Library of Alexandria, Limited what? Resources. Hector, you can't reap. <laughs> Library of. Lions hey, Library of, an, of Alexandria got got uh, they, they removed it from the from the from the ban list, but not for EDH. They didn't. Lions Eye Diamond, Tolarian Academy, Channel. Uh, Tolarian Academy. Wait, Tolarian Academy. This this is stupid enough not to get. <laughs> it's stupid powerful. You know what Tolarian Academy does? Yeah, tap for one colorless for every artifact in play. No blue. Oh, one blue. I'm sorry. Channel. Channel ball. <laughs> cool Channel the fireball. fireball. Emrakul. <laughs> yeah, you cannot play Emrakul in DH. <laughs> Metalworker, Mox, Sapphire, Ruby, Pearl, Emerald Jet. The Moxes. Uh, the original Moxes. Panoptic Mirror. Uh, Ralph, Panoptic Mirror. That's, that's a bad card. Why would you ban that? There's combos, Ralph. There's, There's com- combos. Protean Hulk, uh, Reoccurring <laughs> Nightmare. Boss, I agree with Protean Hulk. <laughs> yeah. I agree with that. That would, like, pull out every zero-cost card in your deck. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be down to, like, 30 cards after that card comes out. Okay, Sway yeah, the Stars. But, oh, yeah, well, you have to have a lot of fetch effects for that just to Dude, get it. Protean Hulk is broken, okay? Time Vault. Is there a creature fetch, a legendary creature that fetches creatures? Time Walk. Tinker. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tinker <laughs> makes sense. Tinker. Upheaval. GG. Okay. World Gorger Dragon, Yagmoth's Bargain, <laughs> Painter's Servant, and then the worst card of all time, Staff of Domination. Staff of Domination. Fuck that card. Wait, what does that do anyway? That like, draws you, right? Or something Staff like that? Staff of Domination has um, five abilities depending on how much mana you want to pay. So it's like one, two, three, four, five, if I'm correct. Sounds like we're looking up something. <laughs> Tap one, untap Staff of Domination. Tap two, you gain one life. Tap three, untap target See, creature. Exactly. Tap four, tap target creature. Tap five, draw a card. How is that too powerful? Um, there's combos. <laughs> Yo, Ralph, um, artifact artifact combo decks are usually, usually involve a lot of colorless mana. So they could just keep doing Staff of Domination over and over again if it hits. Well, my then, thing is like it's aside awesome. from that, aside from those cards actually in the deck, there's also some com- uh, some legendary creatures that are not allowed to be used as commanders. Um, Marco the Unstorm. No, he you, I, you just can't play him at all. But uh, the following legends should not be used as a commander: Braids, Cabal Minion. And Braids, really? Yeah, because Braids is broken. Like, uh, wow. Up, every <laughs> no, wait, 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 hold on. That was one of the maker, the makers of EDH's commander. Well, not anymore. And then Ruffello's 
Lanawar emissary. Wait, wait, what does Braids do? Let, let, let me make sure I'm not crazy. I can't actually look that one up right each, now. Um, at return, each of uh, each player sacrifices a permanent of choice. Like, up, I think it was creature. Oh, no, no, never mind, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. It, it was a different one. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. It wasn't that one. Never mind. Oh. Never mind. Go ahead. Mike, you know. What? I'm really close to you, right? Just, just saying. <laughs> I can hear you. I, I, okay, I, I burped. Okay, let's get over it. No, you didn't burp. You you unleashed a demon. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, well, like I said, we don't really play Commander too much, but maybe this summer when these decks come out, it might be like an idea summer. to buy one and then shut up, Hector. <laughs> <laughs> it, it might be an idea to pick one up and give it a try because I've been wanting to play around with it for a long time. Hector's um Hector keeps saying this summer because like that's when Jilly came out and Jilly is like Hector's favorite movie. Oh. What? I don't even know what that is. Oh. Yeah, you know Hector. It's okay to deny it, Hector. We know. <laughs> I seriously don't know what that movie is. Okay, let's see here. What else do we got? Anybody else have anything else happen this week that they want to talk about? We actually haven't talked about what we've been playing or doing. I know oh, Brian's can. been doing a lot of stuff. Well, we really can. F and M is kind of like tomorrow. Well, no, you never play Magic at any other point of the week, Hector. Just F and M. Uh no. <laughs> wow, really? Well, I, yeah, but like. That's why we have MTGO, bro. Casual. Yeah. I don't yeah. like MTGO is fine and all, but it's it's wasting money for digital stuff. Like, I play an MTGO for free constantly. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, Cas- but every now and then you need to waste well, money. But go ahead. Well, regardless, no. Well, like if you really want to build a certain deck, but like I just used all the shit I had and built if a I casual wanna build, deck. If I want to build a certain deck, I'll build it in real life. Exactly. That's why you just play around on there. Dude. The only thing that helps me back from building real decks is Legacy. Legacy is kind of hard to build. Okay, any yeah. deck I could think about in Legacy is kind of hard to build. Yeah, that's true. I'm yeah, still you missing. somehow you somehow managed to make a few top tier decks. Yeah, well, I mean with proxies. <laughs> yeah, with a lot of proxies. <laughs> I have. Three, I have three Force of Wills. I, I'm still missing one. Zero Wasteland. Okay. Um, well, uh, how about, Ralph, have you had a chance to play this week at all? Um, actually, I've just been, like, selling all the cards I got from the pre-release flights and trying to trade, trying to see what cards I can put in decks and stuff. I haven't been playing that much. Well, I've been playing the crap out of some StarCraft II and uh, League of Legends. Oh, oh! I, I thought we were we were talking about magic. No, yeah, I've been no. playing a lot of Dead Space. <laughs> I got Gary into playing the WoW TCG, which we are going to screw around with a little bit more now. It's our secondary card game. It's not our primary card name by any means. I I, I actually uh, was introduced to a very interesting format or like homebrew format for Magic. Have you ever heard of the format Gladiator? What's that? Well, uh, it's it's somebody with too much time that came up with this, but it's pretty yeah. interesting. <laughs> I bet. You basically you, you get you you get like a deck master kind of person that basically controls most of it, kind of like a dungeon master kind of idea. Basically, you collect every token that they ever release in Magic, and you shuffle into a deck. You know, you range it from powers. You know, a bunch of one ones, less two twos, less three threes, even less four fours, even less four four flyers or two two flyers, whatever, and so on. <laughs> what? <laughs> You have one of the 9-9 tokens or whatever, and you have one of the 2020 Legion destructible tokens, and you basically make like a 100-card token deck, and, and, and we'll start with that. Then you make another, another, another stack of, of cards with just equipments, 
It's all equipments. R- ranging in power, obviously, the, 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 like, plus one, plus one, or plus one, plus zero, you know, you have, like, six or seven of those. There is no limit in the number you can have of those. And then on, on another stack, this is all for the, for, like, the, the deck master or dungeon master or whatever they want to call it. And then, in the other, in the other stack, you have a bunch of beast creatures, and they have to be beasts. Uh huh. Because, you know, it's gladiator. So you you have all beasts ranging from all powers nine nine four fours with different abilities and you still adhere to the rules of magic and then basically you have a bunch of players sitting around and basically when your turn starts you get a paradise land for those of you that don't know what a paradise par- paradise land it's basically every single land type in one land so it's a mountain plains islands so swamp, a broken card blah, 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 okay. snow. yeah it, it's uh, it's a, it's a make believe card they it's don't have to be broken it, it's a make believe card it's basically a land they can tap for anything and it qualifies as a snow land, it qualifies as an artifact snow, non-basic basic land, I don't know how that works, but whatever. Um, and it counts as all the five basics as well. So basically, you get like a pool of those lands and every turn you get one. On turn one, you, you go around the table because it is a multiplayer match, you, you go around the table and basically you the deck master pulls the top card of the artifact, the top card, I mean the top card of the equipment, the top card of the tokens, and then lets you, uh, uh, and then you get that. And basically, you get the token, and automatically, whatever the equipment is, is attached to the token. So it, it has a lot of randomness to it. But basically, you're all trying to defeat the deck, uh, the d- defeat each other. But while the deck master is throwing out beasts, kind of like in Gladiator. So I think like every two, every every turn, he will top deck um, a beast. He will pull the, the the first beast out the top of the library. And he will have it hit the, the 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 board, and then have it attack a player, and then that player has to defend with their tokens. But if you're too busy killing the other players, as you would in Gladiator, you may be tapped out, so he hits your life, and you start out at twenty life. And then this this repeats till like I think turn seven or eight, and then there's a complete board wipe where you keep one equipment, one token, and that's it, and a and a trophy. And trophies is basically if you eliminate one of the players, you get to pick one of their equipments and keep it for yourself as a trophy. And then this keeps going around till all, all players lose, and there's, there's one player left. So that was somebody with an extreme Ex- amount of time. On exactly <laughs> Yo, you know what? You should have told me that before I sold all my tokens. Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> we took every token we had that was like five cents or more and sold them. <laughs> my vampire tokens? Yeah, right. Uh, but yeah, that, that, that's, that's the form. I guess that, okay. that, that was pretty interesting. It's, for shits and giggles, it's pretty funny. I it's guess magic. if you get bored of, uh, you know, 17 years of magic cards, you can play that <laughs> <Right>. card. <laughs> exactly. But, um, all right, well, unfortunately, the guest I was hoping I would be able to come on, he's still busy. And we are hitting an hour and 15 minutes right now. Um, anybody want to go ahead and start giving shout-outs and we start wrapping it up? I want to give a shout-out to my wife because she course started you do. so hard. And uh, I wanted her to. And hey, what about me? Today. I was doing freaking homework here. Like there, what yeah. What was that you were you said about like? Oh, I'm busy doing homework. I'm not gonna be how able to talk get, much. How did I get overlapped by two other people? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I thought it was just Hector doing it. I guess there's another guy in the fray. Anyway, I, I was just saying like my 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 wife's working so hard, studying so hard. You know, she deserves a little relaxation. Hopefully, she gets a podcast next time. You know. And tell the world how she owns Gary on a daily basis. She oh, she likes to Gary. say that. 
Yeah, yeah, Gary. No, and by the way, I want to give a shout out to Gary because he had the balls to to talk shit to Hector, saying that he's gonna own him as soon as he comes down here on Thursday <laughs> with an elf deck. Nice. <laughs> anyway, and Hector playing his Eldrazi green. I don't know. I'm gonna play Eldrazi blue black. You're a control wow, player. Wow, really? I I'm actually at a fifteen forty five Priscilla. I honestly thought I was down under fourteen hundred. Oh wait, oh you you guys can't see mine's because no, we can't find yours. But but I, I can actually look mine's up right now. I I, I, I think I'm shot. like a, Hector. Hector, look mine up. Look mine up. Wait, well, I'm not gonna look at yours up. I already got yours. You want to know yours? Priscilla yeah. took care of it, man. You're seventeen twenty eight. Damn. Priscilla's seventeen thirty. Damn. <laughs> it's okay. My, my, you know, she she beat me. She beat me twice in the tournament this this previous week. It's we won't we won't mention Ralph. Ralph's a little bit up there above us by a lot. What's Ralph? Uh, I just got lucky with John. You know how it is. <laughs> yeah, John. John hated my ass and made me like go down to the fourteen hundreds. But well, I mean, like, what, what's Ralph's rating? I want to hear that a lot. <laughs> we'll, 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 tell, we'll tell you off air. I think I maxed out at around nineteen eighty. Actually. That's not bad. At one point, yes. But that was when, like, I was winning every game with John. Yeah, that John, John definitely helped a lot of people's ratings for a while like, there. After I played a few FNMs, I dropped a hundred points. Yeah, because um, he he usually plays <laughs> he usually plays uh, okay. against his favorite opponent, uh, this guy named Titan. <laughs> no, my favorite opponent opponent is Andrew. Actually, who's Andrew? Andrew. Andrew. We just saw him today at a uh, cool stuff. No, 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 in F and M, my uh, my score is sixteen oh two, and garbage. When did you uh, did, did you ever get that fixed to where it was up there? I am I am able to like look it up myself, but as for anybody else, they can't. I I don't know. I, I have to call them. Is that a credit report? Yeah, is that, that's a, a, a DCI's this guy's <laughs> ranks and rating. Okay, well, um, all right, we got Brian shout outs. Hector, you got any shout outs? Nah. Fucking no? homework. <laughs> so big shout out, big that's shout out to Hector's teachers. Yo, uh, that's a shout out. <laughs> Yo, uh, Ralph, any shout outs out there? Uh, shout out to Brian and you, Mike, for letting me do this and uh, let me be a part of this. Hey, no worries, man. Anytime you want to come back and podcast with us again, you're more than welcome to. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. It was and, fun. Awesome. And uh, me, shout out to uh, Smitty from the A Team podcast he is trying to work it through his schedule so he can actually come on and talk with us one day on here and a shout out to lewis who is getting married getting married and trying to i still can't believe that bro why can't you understand that man he's getting married dang but um anyway everybody out there uh we'll see you next week take care guys all right bye bye